Thank you for choosing to listen to the Emmaus Radio Ministry Podcast. Each of these messages were given by various faculty, staff, and friends of Emmaus Bible College. To view each series as a whole, or for more information about similar Emmaus ministries, please visit concerninghim.com. That's C-O-N-C-E-R-N-I-N-G-H-I-M.com. We've seen in our series together that the Apostle Paul was called by God to take the gospel of Jesus Christ across the Mediterranean world. Paul sailed across the Mediterranean sharing the good news about Jesus with Jew and Gentile alike. He endured great persecution, pain, and suffering for the sake of Jesus and his glorious kingdom. As we've seen, Paul was faithful to Christ Jesus until the very end of his life, losing his life as a martyr for Jesus, only to gain eternal life in the presence of his Savior. In this final session, I'd like to examine several lasting lessons that we could draw from the life of the Apostle Paul. Let's open in prayer as we begin. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for the testimony of Luke in the book of Acts, of Paul in his letters that speak to us about the uh, amazing events in the life of this individual, one who uh, you took from being so opposed to the Lord Jesus and calling him to salvation and giving him a purpose and a mission in his life to share the uh, message of Christ across the Greco-Roman world of that day. We pray that these lessons might encourage our hearts and we might see ourselves as included also in the mission, the same mission that the Apostle Paul had in the advancement and the spread of the gospel of Jesus Christ in our world today. It's in his great name we pray. Amen. So I want to present you with several lessons, and the first lesson is that no one is beyond the grace of God. We see this in the life of the Apostle Paul very clearly. He had started his life as Saul of Tarsus, a Hebrew of Hebrews, a Pharisee who was bent on persecuting believers in Jesus Christ. He believed that they were blaspheming the name of God by saying that Jesus had risen from the dead, and he was absolutely convinced of what he was saying. Nothing on earth could have changed his mind except the glorious appearance of the risen Jesus Christ, and that is exactly what happened to him. When Jesus appeared to Saul, on the road to Damascus, it completely changed his life, his theology, his way of thinking, his worldview. Everything was shattered and reconstructed in that moment when Jesus said to him, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. From that point on, Saul was a new man. He considered himself to be the chief of sinners, and yet he did some amazing things for Christ in his lifetime. All of this shows that no one is too far gone to be saved by the love of Jesus. Forgiveness is available to all people, irregardless of who you are or what you have done in your past. 
Jesus offers forgiveness of sin and new life through faith in him. The second lesson is this. Salvation is a gift from God alone, and it is not earned or merited uh, by anything that we as human beings can do. Our salvation does not come from our own good works. Paul says in Philippians 3, verses 4 and following, that if anyone had a reason to put their hope in the flesh, that is, uh, in their own works, Paul had a reason to do so. Look at what he says in Philippians 3 and verses 4 through 6. Though I myself have reason for confidence in the flesh also, if anyone else thinks he has reason for confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day, of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness under the law, blameless. All of these things were true of Paul in his uh, unregenerate state as he was seeking to serve God apart from Jesus Christ. And yet he goes on to say that all of these things he now counted as loss. Salvation is not a result of our own works so that no one can boast, he says in Ephesians chapter 2. It comes to us as a result of God's goodness and is his divine gift to us. We don't earn it and we don't deserve it. Paul certainly did not deserve it, as uh, Saul in his life before Jesus met him on the road to Damascus, and neither do we. Salvation is entirely a gift from God. Lesson three, God is absolutely sovereign over this created world. Paul's life shows us that God's will is over all, and God's authority is over all. God took Paul from his ignorance when it came to Jesus and changed his life. Our lives are in the hands of God, and he can do whatever he wants with us. That is his right as creator. God's sovereignty is on display in the way that he directed Paul throughout his lifetime. At times, he prevented Paul from going into certain places. Think about his second missionary journey when he des desired to go into Asia, but the Holy Spirit kept directing him around Asia, really to the north, and ultimately into Macedonia. Other times, he led him very specifically into difficult situations. We think of the end of his third journey where the Spirit of God was revealing to him that he was going to be taken into captivity in Jerusalem and that he would ultimately uh, share the gospel before Caesar in Rome. God's authority is absolute and overall, and as believers in Christ, rather than fight against that, we should embrace God's will for our lives and desire the things that God desires for us. The fourth lesson is that the gospel of Jesus Christ should be, is, our life's highest calling. Paul's purpose became the sharing and spreading of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and this should be the desire of our hearts and the purpose of our lives as Christians as well. We should seek to make known the glories of Jesus, 
to the ends of the earth. The purpose of our lives is not financial security or to earn for ourselves a good uh, retirement package, to have a, a lot of fun or as much pleasure as we can possibly find. Or it's not even family and raising kind and loving children or even doing good deeds in the world around us, philanthropy. None of these things are inherently wrong in themselves, but we have a greater calling as believers in Jesus, and that calling is as his emissaries to testify to the truth that is only found in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And when we are focused on that mission, all of the other things in life uh, will uh, come along and be as joy for us. Our lives are to be lived for Christ and for his glory and for the advance, the spread of his gospel. Lesson number five is this. Our hearts, our hearts should be devoted to God's people. Paul's love for other believers in Christ is evident throughout his letters and throughout the testimony of the book of Acts. His heart for people is seen in the way he addresses individuals and even individual situations. Uh, whether it's telling Euodia and Syntyche to get along with one another in Philippians chapter 4, or writing to important Philemon on behalf of his unfaithful slave Onesimus and arguing, uh, presenting that Philemon should have mercy on Onesimus and even treat him as a brother in Christ. Paul was concerned with the daily living out of the gospel in individual lives. For as believers live and act in accordance with godliness, they image Christ in the world in which we live for all to see or not to see. Paul desired that all believers would, through their lives, exemplify the message of Jesus well, and so he is concerned for individual persons within the church. And so our hearts as well should be devoted to God's people and through uh, helping God's people, building up God's people, having a deep love and concern for others in the body of Christ. Lesson six is this. Be prepared to suffer in this world for Christ. Paul's life testifies to us of suffering. We recall the words of Jesus, In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Paul found himself in many situations in which he experienced trouble on behalf of Christ. But through these sufferings, the gospel of Jesus was made known and revealed in a cruciform way, uh, in cruciform power. Cruciform power means that uh, through suffering, the power of the gospel is unleashed. Think about the life of Jesus. Through his death, uh, his resurrected power now come, becomes available to those who believe in Jesus Christ. In our weakness, Jesus' strength is make, made known. In our Christian lives today, we should seek to be faithful to Christ even when it is not easy to do so. 
even if it might incur suffering or persecution. It is better to suffer for Jesus for a time and then receive glory than to shy away from our Savior and show ourselves unfaithful to him. The final lesson, lesson seven, is that we should live our lives in expectant anticipation of Jesus' return. Paul lived with the certain hope and expectation that Jesus would return from heaven at any time and establish his glorious kingdom. He considered himself to be an ambassador of that future kingdom. And so the gospel he proclaimed was one where salvation is available at present, but the wrath of God was soon to be revealed. Jesus would return from heaven to usher in a golden age of peace. This hope enabled Paul to endure great suffering, knowing that there was in store for him a glorious future in Jesus Christ. Well, I hope you have uh, enjoyed this series on the life of the Apostle Paul, that your heart has been encouraged to live your life for Jesus Christ and for his glory. If you've never trusted Jesus as your Savior, please consider the forgiveness of sins that he offers. You can ask God today to forgive your sins through his son Jesus and to send his spirit to dwell within you. The word of God says if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let's close this series and our time together with a word of prayer. Our Father in heaven, we are so thankful for your word, for the life of your servant, the Apostle Paul, which speaks to us of how to be a faithful servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, it's our prayer that if anyone listening has never trusted the Lord Jesus, that they would today consider uh, that they can place their faith in him according to what your word says. Uh, Romans 10, 9 and 10 talks about how uh, if we confess with our mouths that Jesus is Lord and believe in our hearts that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. We pray this would be true of all listening. And for those listening who are already believers in Jesus, we pray that you would strengthen and build up their hearts to uh, be encouraged to serve the Lord Jesus through sharing his gospel with any and all that they come into contact with. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Emmaus Radio Ministry Podcast. This ministry is possible because of the generous contributions from our partners around the world. For more information about partnering with us, please visit emmaus.edu slash partners.